A lovely morning to you, our valued listener. It's my pleasure to welcome you to your favorite radio program, Nasco Moments Radio Show. Now, do you know where your children are at this moment? According to economic experts, an imbalance in economic and population growth is a major factor that has, over the years, contributed to the steady rise in poverty in the country. About 93.7 million Nigerians are reported to be living in extreme poverty. The World Poverty Clock, a data-gathering team that monitors the global progress against poverty, indicated in its report for last year, 2019, that 6.8 million people fell into the poverty bracket during that year alone. The group named Nigeria the World Poverty Capital after it overtook India in the highest proportion of poor people. In order to reverse the ugly trend, the federal government has been implementing several social intervention schemes under the National Social Investments Program. One of such interventions is the Conditional Cash Transfer Program, which focuses on ensuring a more equitable distribution of resources to vulnerable populations, including children, youth, and women. Today on NASA Moments Radio Show, we shall be taking a look at the Conditional Cash Transfer Program as a catalyst for poverty alleviation in Nigeria. How far, so far? Our guest on the show is Dr. Sumaya Hamza, the focal person and executive assistant to the Plateau State Governor on Social Investment Program. Dr. Hamza is also a Ford International Fellow. She will address these concerns and lots more for your listening pleasure. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this. I am Hudun Gyan. Brightest Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Dr. Sumaya Hamza, it's good to have you on the NASCO Moment yeah, Show. Thank you so much. Okay. So can you give uh, the listeners, we start uh, this morning, um, a, give the listener a brief background on this conditional cash transfer program? Uh, thank you so much. The conditional cash transfer program is one of the four components of the social investment program. It targets poorest of the poor. In communities and it's just it's not just for people to say I am poor or someone to point out and just say it is uh, this household is poor that is not the situation before any state even begins the implementation we have to develop what is called a poverty map and poverty ranking according to the local government which is the poorest local government and which is the according to the poverty status we rank them. And because of this ranking, we began with six local governments Basa, Just East, Kainke, Okos, and then Wasi Alantan North. These are the first poorest spread according to the political zone. That is in the north central, uh, northern zones, uh, central zone, and southern zone. And within these six, we started implementation. A social register is developed. And this social register contains list of households in communities that are 
the extremely poor within where they live. There's a targeting team, community-based targeting team is put in place, comprising of a wide range of stakeholders, from state officers to local government officers, the community representatives, and they define what poverty means to them. One community may say poverty is lack of education, while others may say poverty is lack of food. It depends on their perception and what is more worrisome to them. Once this targeting is done, definition is made, then the community will now identify households within where they live that fall within this definition. Then the CBT team, that is the community-based targeting team, will now go to the household with a checklist to enumerate people in the house, their status in terms of what they have, what they own, whether they have businesses, whether they have people who are supporting them, whether they have children who are affluent, whatever the status is being documented. And it is based on this documentation that the households are eventually selected. If a household lives in the community but has somebody in the city who supports them, that household will not qualify to benefit. It will be a household that totally do not have any means of livelihood and there's no support from anywhere. Those are the kind of households that fall within the definition. So the household will benefit from the conditional cash transfer, which means members within that household are now beneficiaries. That is for the first six local government we have already done, and now we are already in the remaining 11 local government. So invariably, I would say we are in the 17 local government of Plato State. Okay. Now, are there certain obligations that these beneficiaries have to fulfill after enrolling into the program? Yes, there are some certain obligations such as the beneficiary needs to understand that the stipend given is not for the collector, but the collector is doing that on behalf of the entire household. So the caregiver, that is the person who collects, is doing it on behalf of other members of the family. And this must be utilized to improve the well-being of the entire family. Nutrition, education, health, you name it, is for them all. Other things are that this beneficiary, the beneficiary, the benefiting households undergo what is called livelihood training. And they are trained on how to save little, little amount, how to turn around the funds, selling of petty trading like spinach, like uh, tomatoes, and how to plant vegetables behind their backyard to improve their nutritional status of the family how to be able to buy some exercise books or pencil for children to go to school. You know, they are taught on life skills that they will do to help themselves so that they get out of the worrisome situation. Not only having money, but also improving their well-being. So everything is attached to it. So yes. how much do these households get every month? They get 5,000 Naira per month. And 5,000 Naira is able two, to two yes. achieve all of this? It will interest you to know that this uh, training includes forming groups and they do like uh, many uh, cooperative and they save. They've been able to save over 20 million within the six local governments. In the cooperative? In the cooperative. Through this petty trading. A little, little, not in much, little, little amount, but sustainability of that is what we are encouraging. So that at the end, 
they take ownership of the of taking care of themselves even if government now withdraws that savings and that inculcation of change of attitude is already there and they will use it to continue to support themselves all right thank you for joining us on the nasco moments radio show uh, we'll continue right after this Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Thank you for joining us on the Nasco Moments Radio Show this morning. Our guest is Dr. Sumaya Hamza, the focal person and executive assistant to the Plateau State Governor on Social Investment Program. We are discussing the conditional cash transfer program as a catalyst for poverty alleviation in Nigeria. How far? So far. Uh, now, you've, you've talked to us about being in all the 17 local government yes. areas of the state. You started with six, and now uh, all the 11, uh, the remaining 11 local governments oh, have board, joined. Yeah. So how many people now have registered for the program nationally and then in Plateau State in particular? Well, in, in Plateau State, we have now 79,000 households that are collecting the 55,000. But we have over 100 households that have been enumerated. It goes through a process of check based on World Bank standards. It goes through uh, what is called a proximity test to validate what has been submitted. So, so far 79,000 have been validated. But generally in, in Nigeria, we have, over, we have over 1 million that have, been, that have benefited in the conditional cash transfer. But there are some data that are yet to be cleaned because of the validation. So once this validation takes place, we'll have over 100 households, which means we have over almost 400,000 individuals that are benefiting from this intervention. But interestingly about this intervention is that it allows, it enables us to develop this social register, which comprises of all categories of vulnerable people, aged, children, people with disability, people with terminal ailment, widows, orphans, single parents, it allows us to have this segregated data. So it's not only for this intervention, but it opens a window for other planning and other intervention to take place. If people are addressing widows, they know where to get them. Appropriate targeting, instead of just calling widows and then just supporting them randomly, this will now allow us to have a proper target of beneficiaries. So if the government or an NGO, for instance, needs the data, they can simply come to the social investment program and get the data. Yes, they, they not just simply come. They must give us a, a justifiable reason for use of the data because the, the poor people have a right to their confidentiality. So we do not disclose identity just easily. But when we are satisfied, then that can take place. Okay. And because of this, we are planning to have a wide stakeholders enlightenment on 
effective utilization of data for planning and appropriate intervention, where we'll invite governmental and non-governmental organizations, national and international, for them to come. And then we now discuss and we create awareness for them on how they can access this data for the interest of Ilful of Plateau State. So what are the specific conditions uh, for enrollment uh, into the program uh, for states? Or are all the states enrolled into no. the program? No. Okay. You must provide, like I have said, your poverty map. If you don't provide your poverty map, then you can't key in. And you, you, you provide your poverty map based on the ranking according to the local government. When World Bank is satisfied because they are partnering with uh, federal government, when it is according to the best practices, global standards, then the state will now be enrolled. When the state is now enrolled, staff will be assessed. Civil servants who are already on payroll of government, so that if something goes wrong, there is a guiding principle of either disciplinary or reward. They will be assessed to ensure that they are competent enough to handle the different categories of engagement within the office. Where the uh, social register is generated is the state operating coordinating unit, SOCO. And those are the ones that generate the register based on identification. Register goes through validation. And then the names that are validated are now sent to state cash transfer unit, SCTU. And that's where ID cards are given and payment is being made. So all these staffs, all these staff must be competent in terms of qualification, in terms of ICT compliance, in terms of commitment, and in terms of ability to work with poor people and rural people. Yes. So some states still haven't met these conditions. No. Then. All right. Um, so are the seven, all the entire seventeen local governments fully implementing this program? They, I would say yes, they are fully implementing because we've collected data and data collection is still ongoing and data validation is also still ongoing. But we have communities within the 17 local government that are benefiting. There's no lo local government that is not benefiting at all. All right, so 5,000 per, per household. Yes. And then they save in... And it is paid by, by monthly. Okay, so... so the 10,000 for two months, 10,000 for another two months. And the payment is done regularly? Regularly. Okay, that's interesting to know. Listener, this is the Nasco Moments radio talk show, and we're talking about the conditional cash transfer program as a catalyst for poverty alleviation in Nigeria. Join us again right after this. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Bright Text white detergent, oh. Bright Text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too. Now, Bright Text detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent. Scent and make shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. You are still on to the NASCO Moment Show on radio. We are examining the conditional cash transfer program as a catalyst for poverty alleviation in Nigeria. How far? So far. Dr. Sumaya Hamza, the focal person and executive assistant to the Plateau State Governor on Social Investment Program, is our guest today. She's also a Ford International Fellow. 
and has been sharing her insights on the topic. Um, so can you tell us exactly how the conditional cash transfer uh, program is funded? Uh, it is funded by the federal government and then uh, World Bank. UNICEF is also there. EU, they are all partners. Save the Children, they are all partners. Plateau State is lucky to be among the nine states that are getting additional intervention within the conditional cash transfer. And that is what is called the co-responsibility. And in this component, our governor, Simon Bagolalon, chose health as an area that he wishes to focus on in terms of soliciting for intervention. And so the gap that we found in that component is child and maternal health. So every lactating mother and pregnant woman who goes for antenatal or who takes her child for immunization with evidence of CAD that has been signed by the PHC will have an additional 5,000 to her beside the household 5,000. This is for her to take care of her uh, nursing baby and to also take care of her pregnancy until delivery. So that is an, uh, another addition that Plateau State is benefiting from. And these women are also equally taught hand washing, how they purify their water. Even if you have a stream water, you boil it and then you now take care of your, your family with clean water instead of just fetching and then using it. All those sanitary and sanitation component hygiene, basic hygiene is also a component of training that is ongoing at the community level. And the community uh, cash transfer facilitators within communities do that after they have been trained. All the CTFs have been trained and so they are supposed to step it down to the communities. And it's because of this step down that we are now recording enhancement of well-being. Their lives have changed. We have seen testimonies, some who didn't have anything. They've never had the opportunity to hold 1,000 Naira of their own. Today, some of them have three goats, five goats. Some have chickens they are rearing. Some have uh, uh, other uh, like sheep. A lot of things are happening. Some are doing homemade and soap making, cosmetology. So all these things are entrepreneurial activities that have been embedded into the conditional cash transfer. Because when you are removing people from poverty, just what you have read, which is authentic research that has shown our level of poverty. For people to get out of poverty, they must be able to take responsibility of something they can do to continue to take care of themselves, not to depend on the stipend given to them. Because if it ceases, then what happens? But if they can turn it around and it multiplies, the woman who has just uh, didn't have anything now has five goats. She takes two goats and sells. She does something else. Some have roof, been able to put zinc over their houses where rice it was just touched and some were leaking. Some have been able to plaster the houses where they live. So all these are enhancement activities and testimonies that we have seen in the communities. So these women that get the extra 5,000 Naira, yes. the extra component from the government, are women who are already captured in the conditional cash They are within the poverty uh, social register. They are within the poverty uh, map. Okay. And they are among the poorest of the poor in the communities. Okay. Yes. All right. So um, now you've said, what if at a period of time this money ceases? So um, at what point 
do you expect that these people will be responsible enough to take care of themselves? How long will government continue to pay this 5,000 naira monthly? Uh, what I can say we're doing is that now we have implemented in six local government for two years. Already they have been able to save over 20 million among themselves. So this is a very, very good, you know, step towards getting out of poverty. And plans are on the way towards supporting them internationally, nationally, and locally and at the state level to establish perhaps a microfinance bank. So they could be able to now service other people and continue to multiply and continue to invest. Okay, so the beneficiaries who have been uh, getting these stipends for a period of time, maybe for two years, is there a time where they're expected to exit so you can uh, get new people to benefit? Or do they No, it's no question of getting new people. It's not that uh, those who are poor have been identified and they are the ones being supported. So unless if there's emergence of other families, besides those families that have already been captured, which is unlikely for now. It will take a long time before another generation will come on board. But we are hoping that before that time, the impact will have been felt even before those ones come up. So in terms of uh, economic activities, all of them will stand to benefit. And this learning is translated into their local languages for others to even understand and begin to practice petty trading. Even somebody who is not a beneficiary but has not been doing something by themselves and dependent on someone to give them, they now understand that when I am given, I should do something so that I don't wait and fold my arms until I am given. All right. yes. Now, how would you score the implementation of this conditional cash, cash transfer program? Has it been a catalyst for poverty alleviation in the country? I would say certainly it has been a catalyst because we have seen people now, their lives have changed, even from their appearance. Those who couldn't afford medication for their ailment can now go to hospital. Those who couldn't send their children to school can now send their children to school. They can have access to basic social amenities, health education. Their environment is clean and tidier more than before. They are conscious of hygiene. All these are components of poverty. And all these things are things that the SDG is trying to address and which the performance of Plateau State will impact on the national indices. And national indices will impact on global indices. So that this disturbing figure that we have seen will change over time because of the effect of the intervention. What would you say are the challenges of the program as you also give your parting words on this topic? Yes, uh, the, the main challenge oh, on this program is because these people are local people. They are rural people. They've never held any amount of money in their hands, not to talk of having access to bank. So it is it is a cash payment. And the main challenge is the safety of the cash and the safety of the collector. So we are planning to see how we can now introduce them to banking so that they will be paid through the bank. More so that the main goal, one of the main goals of social investment program is financial inclusion so that these local people can own, uh, own a bank account and will go at their own time without publicizing they are going to collect money so that is the major challenge that uh, we are facing otherwise i would say that the program has been very very impactful 
Thank you very much. Indeed, it has been a pleasure talking to you, Dr. Smiley. Thank you very much. She is the focal person and executive assistant to the Plateau State Governor on Social Investment Program. Listen, I'm sure you have benefited from this conversation on the conditional cash transfer program as a catalyst for poverty alleviation in Nigeria. And we end the program here. Remember to follow NASCO on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group or follow on Twitter. The handle is at NASCO Group. We also encourage you to send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on the NASCO Moments trivia, our question is, what is the name of the group that owns Fraser Suites Abuja and how many rooms are there in Fraser Suites? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name in full and exact location. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group and created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production coordinators Solomon Aldu, Malau Silvanus, and Alex Ruben. I'm Hudun Gyan. Join us again next Saturday.